Welcome back, friends. Lost Scarf here, and it's time for the newest Kirby's Dreamcast. This podcast is dedicated to going over everything Kirby, and this time we're going over the anime again with Kirby Right Back At Ya, episode 43. We're also working on the next game episode, which will be Kirby Superstar. And as always, you can give us feedback on the YouTube version's comment section or at Kirby Dreamcast on Twitter. Also, don't forget that Kirby's Dreamcast now has its own channel on YouTube, so you can get only Kirby content instead of all the other projects, if that's all you want. As far as news goes, the only thing to report is that the 29th anniversary of Kirby happened on the 27th of April, and also, we're on Pandora and Audible now. So we're on, like, almost all the podcast places. So today we're going over episode 43 of Kirby Right Back At You, named Rebellion of the Sheep, or Hitsuji Tachi no Hangyaku. I'm pretty sure Hitsuji is sheep, but I could be wrong. Okay, so, that's Japanese title. The US title is Sheepwrecked, which is an interesting title considering there's no ships in this, and there's no pirates, so... Interesting choice there. So the Japanese title usually is very descriptive, so you know what the story is already, while the US one is usually trying to do a pun. So you already know it's coming kind of just from the title there. The episode came out on the 3rd of August 2002 in Japan, and the 5th of April 2003 in the US. Also in the US, this is episode 40, because of some episode shifting they did. So the episode starts with Tiff telling the story of the boy who cried wolf. And here's the basic story if you've never heard it. There's a town, and they're worried about wolves attacking, so a boy... Just yells at everyone, kind of like a Paul Revere kind of thing. They're like, there's a wolf here. The wolf's attacking. And he's just riling up everyone in the town. And he keeps doing it over and over again. The town just goes, okay, fine. We're not going to believe this kid anymore. And then a wolf comes for real. The kid tells everybody. No one believes him. And then the wolf attacks. In some versions, the wolf kills the kid. In some versions, the wolf just wrecks up the town a little bit. Causes a bunch of different trouble. So there's versions where the kid dies. There's versions where the kid doesn't die. And then Tiff tells him that the moral of the story is that you shouldn't go around lying to people if you want people to believe you when it really counts. Now you're going to think the moral of the story is going to be relevant to this episode. You'd be wrong. <laughs> it's like the opposite. It is completely the opposite. It's nuts. And so Iroh and Spikehead and Honey are the ones she's telling it to. And Iroh talks about Little Red Riding Hood lore because he figures it's the same wolf. And Spikehead wants to know about when they catch the wolf. And there's no story of that in the story because that's not the moral of the story. So the kids just leave because, well... They don't really care anymore because Tiff's trying to tell what the moral is, but that's not the moral they want to hear about. They want to hear about the wolf some more. So Tiff laments that the story is hard to grasp when there's no real life wolf here in Cappy Town. And in the Japanese version, they talk about the wolf being bad and Honey is scared of the wolf, but Tiff assures her that there are no wolves in Dreamland. Yeah, there's no wolves in Dreamland except, you know, Wolf Wrath that one time, I guess. And yeah, it makes sense. Like, the kids aren't going to really understand this concept, really, because, well, they don't have a lot of danger in Cappy Town. Besides, you know, the monsters that show up all the time, but, uh, you know, the cafes are dumb. We all know this. So as the kids leave, Tiff sees Kirby walking down the road and waves and waits for him. And then Kirby walks up as cute as always, and a sheep in the background is there too. It's cute as usual until its face fills with malice. And it attacks Kirby. And Kirby gets launched into the air, and the awesome opener plays as Kirby's flying in the air. So after the awesome opener, we see Tiff has reported to Chief Bookham that a sheep has attacked Kirby. And unfortunately, she can't identify which sheep it is because, well, they're all sheep. Like, they all look the same. And then we see that Kirby is cutely sleeping on a sheep as well. So Chief Bookham sees no problem here and leaves. Tiff sits and wonders which sheep did it while Kirby plays with the sheep some more. And it's still cute. And then we see one angry sheep in the flock and figure that's the one. But then all of the sheep start looking at Kirby menacingly. And Kirby is, of course, confused. Then the sheep all attack Kirby combined. He gets hit into the air over and over and over and over again. He just keeps getting hit in the air. And, you know, we're not sure if this counts as a baby beating since he's being bounced by pillows, but oh no, there's X eyes on Kirby. This is a baby beating. Kirby lays unconscious on the ground surrounded by sheep. 
It is nuts. Tiff calls the chief and a bunch of the townsfolk over, and again the sheep look pleasant while Kirby is knocked out on the ground. So no one believes Tiff. Eventually the mayor shows up and laughs off the accusations, so everyone else laughs it off too, and they leave. By the way, they make a bunch of sheep jokes and puns, and if we want to do a counter on it, we're at five already in this episode at this point. Kawasaki says the sheep are sheepish, Professor Kiro says he needs to make sure his shop is in sheep shape, Bookum mentions hoof prints, it's also ridiculous. And Tiff acknowledges that this looks like a cry-wolf situation, but it's not, she's telling the truth, and it annoys her. And then the first Cappy we see in the show shows up, and that Cappy is the Shepherd. He says it's time to get moving and blows his whistle, and all the sheep leave with him. It's a new voice, so let's talk about him. So, he has no credits in the US version, but Andrew Rennells usually does the minor one-off characters, so it's probably him. Very sure it's him, because he does a lot of different voices. Let's talk about Andrew Rennells again, it's been a while. Andrew Rennells is the voice of Rick, Benikage, Nightmare, and random other characters. As mentioned before, he was the voice director for the show and has won a Grammy and a Tony Award, by the way. He'd won the awards 10 years after the show, though. Interesting fact, the shepherd speaks three times in the show, and I say speaks in quotation marks because it's more... They wail in fear before now, so in the first episode of the show... like what like that kind of reaction to things when the octopus eats the sheep and finally he talks here in his third appearance so we've never counted talking about him the first few times but those noises actually count as credits in the japanese credits so there's actually three voice actors for the shepherd so the wailing shepherd's voice in the first episode is hikaru nokita who is also the voice of the sword knight and while we're on the subject i've never told on the podcast about hikaru nokita I've talked about the English voice for Sword Knight, but never the Japanese one, so let's fix that now. Hikaru Tokita had a short voice career. Sword Knight was his first voice. He would go on to voice only three more characters. Albert in Fighting Foodons, Roberto in Galaxy Angel Z, and Tsubasa Yamabuki in Mahoraba. The second shepherd, which was in episode 21, was voiced by Nobuo Tobita, and they also voiced Chef Kawasaki, Kabu, Kind, Samo, Doron, and many others, including the villain of this episode. That's right, we're going to have a talking villain later on this episode. The third shepherd is the one with actual speaking lines, and this one is voiced by Mizuki Saito, who voice acted until his death in 2015. He's also the voice of Gengu. Nearly all of this guy's voices, Mizuki Saito, are extras in random anime. All over the... just all over the ages, this guy's voiced random extras. So while all of this is happening, King Dedede watches from his castle with Escargoon, and he starts plotting to take the sheep and eat them. They just got a new barbecue, and now they want to use it. That night, though, Tiff and her family talk, and everyone thinks the sheep couldn't have done it. Tuff gets as far as saying that he thinks Tiff needs glasses, and then Channel Dedede's news comes on and tells everyone that Tiff is crying wolf. The mayor says his sheep are as gentle as lambs, and even uses Kirby to endorse this. Spurred on by everyone thinking she's a liar, Tiff goes to the field the next day and studies every single sheep. While plotting, we learn from King Dedede and Escargoon that none of the sheep are slaughtered. They're all just used for wool. So that's why they want some. There's a bunch of sheep there. They want to eat some. So Tiff spent all day studying the sheep, and once she gets to half of the sheep, the shepherd shows up and flocks them up using his whistle horn, and it ruins Tiff's study because now she can't tell who she's looked over already, and so she has to start over. While she laments this, we see the sheep calmly group up, but we see that one of them looks angrier than the others. Its eyes flash, and then all of the sheep stop and look angry as well. And that's a no good. By the way, in the Japanese version, we learn from Tiff that she was examining sheep for three days straight, and she was up to 120 sheep 
before the shepherd showed up and ruined everything, which means the sheep have been standing there and eating grass for three days straight then. Or Tiff just assumed they were staying in the same spots every time, every day, and she never saw the shepherd gather the sheep. That's the only way it can go. Either way, it doesn't make Tiff look very smart. So after the sheep get angry looking, they attack the shepherd and they bonk him into the air. The shepherd now believes Tiff as all the sheep run away. The mayor then threatens to fire the shepherd for not having control over the flock, and Tiff tells the mayor that it looks like one of the sheep is controlling the others. Then the shepherd and the kids give chase. We then get a speech given by the bad sheep to the flock. He's on a mount and he's giving a speech there. The sheep isn't named in the US version, but it's named Amon. He says his name in the first line of his speech in Japanese version, so that's how you learn his name is Amon. He is voiced by, as I said before, Nobuo Tobita. And in the US version, he's voiced by Ted Lewis, the voice of King Dedede and Escargoon and various others. Let's talk about Ted Lewis again since it's been a while. He is a script doctor. He's done a lot of scripts for four kids, for Kirby, for Pokemon, for Sonic X and name a few. He's also the voice director of Yu-Gi-Oh! And he's done various anime over the ages. And also, he's the voice of Bakura and Yami Bakura in Yu-Gi-Oh! So if you've watched that anime, you've heard that voice. By the way, he won two voice acting awards in 2018. He's still active, so good on him. So back to the speech. Amon essentially says that they're tired of being docile and being fearful, and now they will become wolves, and he howls, and he has all of them howl with him. They start buying at first, and he's like, no, no, you have to howl like this, and then they all howl. So as they howl, the sheep stampede into Cappy Town, and they ransack the place. They're attacking everyone in town, they're just wrecking the town up. They take over Chef Kawasaki's restaurant, they start eating all the food, which of course shocks him, because nobody likes his food. They wreck Professor Kirio's antique shop, they shoplift Tuggle's mini-market, and there's a scene that was removed from the US version because of drinking. So the sheep go into Samo's bar and just start drinking all the alcohol. And Samo's just being a usual bartender. He's just casually doing things as usual. They're in a bad mood, but he's just casually like, all right, well, this is me bartending. And that's it. Then yet another speech from Amon is that he plans to conquer Popstar and then eventually the universe. With Capitown conquered, they turn their attention to King Dedede's castle and run there. It turns out, though, that while the sheep were conquering Capitown, the Cappies ran to King Dedede's castle for refuge, and King Dedede, of course, is happy to see the sheep are coming as well. Because he doesn't care about the Cappies, he cares about that food coming. So the Cappies are running for their lives as the sheep are chasing, and eventually they raise the drawbridge via Waddle Dew, and then the sheep jump up and grab the bridge. They just, one at a time, grab the bridge, and then they, one grabs a sheep, and they just keep grabbing, grabbing, grabbing until they hold the bridge down, and then sheep start piling in. Now, a key question to ask here is, Where's the Waddle Dees? Where's the Waddle Dee army? They could handle this, right? And eventually we do see a clue. So they start chasing the Cappies around the castle, and eventually we see a bathroom door get broken open, and we see a Waddle Dee on the potty. So I can only guess that the Waddle Dee army is on mandatory bathroom break right now. It's the only guess I can make. Because where are they? So then we see some Cappies and Waddle Dees are corralled into the corner of the castle, and we find out all of them have been captured. All the Cappies are in this corner. Not all the Waddle Dees, though, because there's only a couple of them. We know the army's bigger than this. But I'm guessing the Waddle Dees got caught off guard, so they weren't able to mount a good defense. So right now, the sheep are occupying the castle. So things are looking grim for the Cappies. The mayor himself says his own sheep have been penned in. And finally, the town acknowledges that Tiff was telling the truth, and her own father says the sheep certainly pulled the wool over his eyes. Ugh. I think by this point, every viewer should understand why Tiff is always so angry and annoyed with everyone. No matter how many times she warns these people, they're too dumb to protect themselves. If they got the bad sheep early, they wouldn't be in this position potentially. So translating this lesson to the present, 
Listen to the smart people, dang it. A lot of fans of Kirby complain about Tiff being, like, whiny or too angry or aggressive, but you understand, the Cappies are dumb. They really are. I would be whiny and aggressive with these people for sure. So then we see Meta and the Knights, and they figure that the talking sheep is a monster, but Midnight thinks they should hold back and observe for now. In the Japanese version, Blade Knight thinks Amon is an unwitting monster of Nightmare's creation, and Amon then demands that all the Cappies baa like sheep, and so they do. So the Cappies have attained their true form, sheeple. The Waddles also baa as far as we can tell, like they move their heads, so we can assume they're baaing too, but the Waddles don't make any noise. Then Kirby Tuff and Tiff get corralled with everyone else at the castle, and Tiff tries to convince the sheep that Amon is just a liar. But then Amon tells us his story and why he doesn't trust the Cappies to only take their wool. Once when he was a little lamb, King Dedede took Amon from the mayor's flock, and the mayor just stood there and watched. He then had him tied up, and a Waddle Dee was about to butcher him, straight up slaughter him on the table, when he escaped and ran into the lands beyond Dreamland. Deep in the wilderness, he grew with rage and was struck by lightning, and saw himself not as a sheep, but as a wolf, because lightning is for wolves, apparently. So he returned to Dreamland to lead his sheep to conquer. And you can infer that this lightning that hit Amon was caused by Nightmare to transform him. That's a good guess right there. So King Diddy and Escargoon come to Amon and apologize for trying to eat him, and welcome all sheep to this castle, and say they'll have a flock of fun. He, of course, is planning to secretly eat all the sheep, but just having a haven is not enough for Amon. Amon demands that King Dedede and the kids baa like the others. King Dedede baas, but Tiff, Tuff, and Kirby still don't baa. Amon then says if they refuse, they will be killed. A sheep then runs towards them, and it looks like the sheep is going for Tiff, but Kirby jumps in the way and gets hit instead, and he's sent flying, and it hurts him good, so that is baby beating number two in one episode for Kirby. Amon demands Kirby baa, but Kirby is defiant. I assume as a joke, if Kirby went poyo for the baa, he'd attack him anyway. But Amon gets really mad and turns into a friggin' monster. His horns uncurl, and his fur grows bigger and stronger, and his horns turn into drills. And he goes for the attack and fires his horns at Kirby. Many horns, like he keeps shooting horns and regenerating new ones. But Kirby deathly dodges the horns with great agility. And by the way, these horns are strong. They're embedded into the stone wall. They're penetrating things in the way of the stone wall. It is really Amon going for the kill here. King Didi and Escargoon are happy at the turn of this event, by the way, because that means either Kirby dies or they'll have a lifetime supply of sweater vests after this battle. By the way, during all this, Midnight is still just up there watching. Amon then charges Kirby, and Kirby dodges out of the way. Amon crashes through a wall, and the truth is revealed. This is where the rest of Waddle Dee army is. They've been busy preparing a big sheep barbecue. The Waddle Dees with chef hats and axes at the ready to butcher some sheep. Some are even tied up already. With this betrayal, Amon has had enough, and he rushes King Didi and Escargoon, and he hits them so hard that King Didi and Escargoon are sent blasting off again. Amon then turns his attention back to Kirby and launches more horns, but this time, Tiff tells Kirby to suck them up, and so he does. Kirby transforms by jumping into the air, and with lightning, his hat appears, and he turns yellow. It's more of a cap with a chin strap, and then the horns pop out of his hat. This is the third time we've seen Needle Kirby. Despite Meta Knight watching, it's not him who calls out the name, Tuff calls out the name of the power. Kirby and Amon then fire needles at each other, but Amon's are still stronger. Thankfully, Kirby is still good at dodging and even stands on one of the embedded needles. Unfortunately, it isn't a 1v1 and the flock joins in and Kirby's outnumbered in army to one. But fortunately, Tiff notices the time and grabs the shepherd's whistle and uses it. Literally, there's two minutes left in the episode. With the whistle blown, suddenly all the sheep go docile again and they leave to return to the shepherd. 
Amon calls them weaklings while Kirby sits relieved because he was almost killed. Amon doesn't think the cowards deserve their freedom and releases his monster form. Amon then decides to leave to look for others like him who yearn for freedom, and he leaves the town. He hopes to lead his own flock of wolves and runs off into the sunset howling. Kirby looks to the sunset as well and howls too. The end. By the way, in the Japanese version, Amon just plans on leaving and living free on his own. He can no longer go back to being just a sheep, and he doesn't want to be a demon beast either. This just sounds better than what four kids did. They really dropped the ball not implying that Nightmare made Amon into a monster. So what the heck was this episode? Let's summarize. Kirby gets attacked. Tiff tells the townsfolk. No one believes her. Kirby gets attacked again. People still don't believe Tiff. King Didi and Escargoon are shoehorned into the story with that they want to eat some sheep. The sheep finally go wild and just attack the crap out of the town. And then they attack the castle. But then King Didi's hunger for sheep is revealed. Then Kirby fights a losing battle. And then Tiff stops the attack with a whistle. It was foreshadowed earlier with the whistle, but still, wow, it just ends suddenly. Tiff blows the whistle with a minute left in the show, and that's it. It's over. Yeah, I said two minutes earlier? I forgot. It's actually one minute left. Literally a minute left in time. She just ends the show. And as we've been doing lately, let's talk about Kirby's perspective. It is, oh, hey, here's Tiff. I'm gonna go see Tiff. Hey, she's by some clouds over there. They're eating grass. Oh, no, the cloud hit me. Oh, the clouds are being nice again. I'll play with the clouds. Oh, oh no, the clouds are hitting me again. Oh no, the clouds are chasing me now. Oh no, the clouds are howling for some reason. Oh no, I'm getting chased again. Oh hey, we're at the castle now, and that means friend King Dedede is probably up to something. What? That big scary cloud wants me to ba? I need polio. Uh-oh, that big scary cloud is bigger and scarier, and is shooting needles at me. I better dodge. Okay, friend or mother Tiff, I'll suck them up and use their powers against them. Oh no, all the clouds are attacking. Oh hey, I hear a whistle. Oh good, they aren't mad at me anymore. Bye, big scary cloud. I'll howl to show support for you leaving me alone. The end. Like, that's Kirby's life right there. So this was just a really weird episode. It's either a bottom 10 or bottom 20 episode for sure. Note to self, make a full ranking of the episode someday. And really, that's it. It's it's just such a weird episode. It just... Some episodes just... They're just going and going and going and then they stop. This is one of those kind of episodes. It's just nuts. I can't... I can't... I can't even believe it was an episode. So with that, we are done with today's episode, and as always, share us with your friends. The more people who listen to the podcast, the better. Next time will be episode 44 of the anime, and it is... Oh, it's... Oh, this one. Okay, this is a good one. It's kind of a Rick and Koo episode. They're going to be in it a lot, so that's going to be cool right there. It's something else. So that right there is the episode. Eventually, we'll have Kirby Superstar, and that's going to be a mega episode. It might be multiple episodes, really, because of how big that game is. I had fun. I hope you had fun, too. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by, and see you next time. 